Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Am I the jerk for reporting my boss over a nickname? I'm a 31-year-old female and I recently started a new job. Well, a few months ago. It's five guys in the office plus the boss. The boss is one of those guys who thinks he has a natural charm that ladies would instantly fall for, but he looks like a thumb and has a lot of dumb confidence for making inappropriate comments, even when talking to me about work issues. I keep him at arm's length and I'm very professional with my workmates. Some days ago, I was chasing after a workmate because he was procrastinating sending me a document. I went to get him to make me send it and he said, okay. So I took his phone, opened the messages app and sent myself the file. But looking at it, I noticed that he'd saved my number as Jessica Rabbit. I asked him about it, confused, and he looked at me, shocked, eyes wide open. He just said, I'm sorry. I didn't let him go though, and I interrogated him until he confessed that the boss always calls me Jessica Rabbit. To be clear, I'm naturally a redhead. I got it from mum, and dye my hair red when it gets darker. But I don't look like Jessica Rabbit. I'm flat as a table. Yes, I had trust issues about it, and I worked very hard to like my body. I despise the thought of being compared to a hypersexualized cartoon character. I talked to my boss when he came into the office and I asked him about the nickname. He just said, because you're both sexy redheads. I told him to stop it because I don't feel safe. He just said, why are you so angry? It's a compliment. I said, it's not. And I stormed out. I went to HR to do a formal complaint. The HR lady said that she'll process a complaint, but that it was worthless because the boss is just like that. Well, I told her that I don't like my boss's attitude and I need a warrant to stop. Since then, my boss stopped talking to me and my workmates say that I'm way too dramatic and don't know how to take a compliment. They also complain that they don't feel safe around me because they don't know if I'll twist their words somehow. Am I the jerk here? Yeah, 100% you're in the right here for reporting him. I don't know how you could ever be in the wrong. Maybe you thought that because of what the HR lady said, you should have been a little bit softer. But to be honest, I I don't see how you could ever be in the wrong here. And I think you probably knew you weren't the jerk, to be fair. However, I guess when you work with five other guys and they're now saying, that you make them feel uncomfortable nah it's sexual harassment pretty simple let's move on i mean obviously the boss and the other co-workers are jerks but so's the hr lady why is she saying that as an excuse that is all from her and if anything as a woman surely she should be sticking up for you i don't get it terrible company if anything leave anyway now let's carry on am i the jerk for sending my son to school with less food and explicitly telling him not to share with his best friend this situation began a year ago and blew up in our faces last week my son gregory is 13 years old he just began the eighth grade his friend peter 
is also 13 and began the eighth grade too. Gregory and Peter have been friends since elementary school. Last year, I noticed that Gregory would be ravenously hungry after school every day. He would come home and eat a frozen dinner or something and then help himself to seconds at dinner time. I chalked this up to him being a 12 year old boy and let it be. But something about the situation was nagging at me. And while Gregory wasn't clear about why at first, he eventually came clean. Peter was being sent to school every day with no lunch. It looks to me like a typical case of neglectful and unfit parents. The one time that Gregory went to their house, he came home with comments about it smelling really bad and Peter's parents locking themselves in the garage for hours. Feeling bad for Peter, I decided to discreetly begin giving Gregory more food every day, just about doubling all his food. Over time, I became less discreet and began packing a separate lunch for peter i was never thanked for this by anyone but i knew peter was eating the food i sent this year though things are different money is tighter for personal reasons and frankly with how expensive things are i've decided not to spend exorbitant amounts of money supporting someone else's child i sat gregory down and told him that i'd be packing him one lunch which is for him and him alone i made it extremely clear do not share with anyone and this includes peter gregory followed my instructions until one day last week i got a phone call from peter's mother she was livid that i'd cut peter off without a single word i asked her when it became my responsibility to feed her son and she responded that if she'd known i wasn't sending gregory to school with too much food she would have handled it herself I asked if she remembered why I began sending him to school with two lunches in the first place and she hung up on me I feel conflicted. I know i'm having my kindness thrown back in my face But did I approach the situation incorrectly? All right, very interesting one here First of all before I say anything get your comments in down below What do you reckon in the wrong or in the right? It's very contentious. I will say that for me It's clear that you're a nice person, right? Nobody would do this in the first place without being a nice person You've shown that over the entirety of the past year giving extra food to your kid just to help another that's good stuff Also clearly in comparison to peter's mother and father you are a significantly better person what she's saying is just mental the fact that she's called you up and said why have you cut off my son from his lunch yeah that's not even a debate she's not giving him any food that's clear however where i think you might be in the wrong is the fact that the only person that's really getting damaged by your actions is peter himself the innocent one in all of this yes of course you want to stop giving him food that has to be the long-term goal especially in the current climate where you don't have enough money that's absolutely fine obviously no one is expecting you to feed someone else's child but the problem is that peter is the one now that is struggling here his parents are a disgrace anyway but he feels like now you've just cut him off he needs food ultimately and i think that there might have been a better way of going about this the first thing that springs to mind is surely you go to the school first right it's their job to make sure that the kids welfare is top notch and looked after realistically you shouldn't have been doing what you were doing the whole time even though it was a lovely gesture you should have instantly gone to the school really and said i know this kid is not getting fed You need to look into this because the situation you've got right now is peter is kind of effed isn't he his parents clearly are a disgrace and not going to start feeding him and now he's left on his own whereas if you'd gone through the school and it had been a more gradual process of working out what to do and you know maybe the school providing some sort of meal for peter it would have been a much more smooth transition for you to stop giving him meals right now there's going to be a horrible cutoff point where let's be honest we're not entirely sure if peter's going to be fed at lunch for a while am i the jerk for telling my wife i'll purchase the coffee i want because i'm the one with the job I've lately come to enjoy some nicer coffee than I usually drank. I brew it at home, so we're not talking daily $7 drinks or anything. Instead of getting a giant bulk bag of Kirkland coffee, I've come to enjoy a $12 bag from the grocery store. It lasts a bit over a week, maybe two. That's instead of $15 for about five weeks, which is what it was. My wife doesn't work and I work from home. 
She also unfortunately isn't doing a lot around the house right now because of a medical condition I've been picking up most of the slack while she sits around This has been going on for six months for the household years for the job Yes, she has depression and yes, she is getting treatments I try my best to do what I can But oftentimes I have to ask her multiple times to help with even simple tasks to share responsibility We've had discussions on how I know she's working on the issue, but I can't do everything on my own Now I make plenty to be able to have my coffee be a splurge She'd previously commented on the cost and I said it's well within the budget and I like it. It's fine I'd shown her the budget in the personal finance app You need a budget which is nearly always under budget every month for the past few years I brought home another bag the other day and she made a comment along the lines of you're spending way too much on this fancy coffee You need to go back to the other stuff having had to make the grocery run again after doing other household chores that morning I snapped The one with the job gets to make the grocery choices work again or contribute to the household and you can have a say in what we buy She called me a cold-hearted jerk and stormed out of the room So am I the jerk for my reaction to being called out on coffee buying? Well, mate, uh, I think you know you're not the jerk about the coffee You have the money you can buy it But clearly this story is not about the coffee and if anything, it's actually quite sad Uh, I didn't really enjoy that like clearly there's a lot of issues here going on I'm just scrolling through the comments and everyone is saying this is not about the coffee. I I could not concur more Yeah, something's got to give her. I don't know what the players but maybe find a new therapist I don't know the relationship is not going that well That's for sure and um coffee is the least of your problems. I say in jest because uh, it's actually quite sad. Am I the jerk for threatening to kick out my co-worker slash roommates for kissing my best friend? Around February, I let my 25-year-old co-worker, Jaden, and his six-year-old daughter, Leah, move in. We were co-workers and friends for three years, and he's always been so funny, smart, and cute. We became really close friends. Unfortunately, work decided they can't afford to keep everyone and have been making cuts, and Jaden was basically forced to quit. I know he was really worried about his rent and everything, and my roommate was leaving, so I offered for him to stay with me, and we worked out an agreement. We decided that while he's still looking for a job, he'd deal with all the chores and errands and housework. It's honestly been amazing having him live with me. He is such a great cook, and Leah has actually been really well-behaved and sweet. He's helped me out a lot, and I really enjoy being able to spend all this time with him. He's found some part-time work, but nothing that pays enough for him to live alone. So we've mostly kept our agreement, just with me doing a little bit more and him helping pay a little. My friends have come over quite a few times and obviously met him. Last weekend, I had a bunch of my friends stay over. I thought it went great, but the next day, Leah told me she'd seen Jaden kiss my best friend. I was really upset, and Jaden and I ended up arguing about it. I told him how betrayed I felt. He tried to say it was fine, that apparently that kiss wasn't intentional, and he didn't say anything because they didn't know what it meant. But it's still wrong. I'm doing so much only for him to do this to me. I got upset and told him that he'll have to leave if he just wants to take advantage of my kindness But I don't want to live with someone who betrays me like that He was offended and just tried to act like it was no big deal and I was being crazy He thinks I have no right to say anything about his love life Even though it's my best friend and i'm doing so much for him Our talk didn't really work, but I did talk to my best friend and she agreed to back off The last few days have been horrible and he doesn't think he's done anything wrong I've tried to talk again, but he now refuses to and has been really cold and told me that he'll move out as soon as he can I don't think i've done anything wrong. It's his own fault I want to work this out, but he shouldn't be going around kissing my friends But the fighting has really upset leah and obviously Jaden thinks i'm a jerk even if he's being selfish All right, good news guys. We have our first jerk of this episode. I don't really know what you're going on about op um Kissing someone's friend is completely fine, obviously. 
You're just jealous, in my opinion. Like, unless you've explicitly told Jaden to not get with one of your friends beforehand, I also don't know why you would do that or if you have any right to do that. As he says, it is his love life. Then I don't see what the problem is. Like, you're not in a relationship with him, are you? That's pretty clear. So you're being possessive about someone that you're not in a relationship with. Yeah, you're definitely the jerk here. Sorry. I mean, let's be honest. It's very clear that she fancies him, right? The start of this entire post was saying he's always been so funny, smart and cute. Well, you know, there's a pretty clear signs that you might like the bloke. Uh, yeah. You know what? It's actually not the worst reaction. The more you think about it, I reckon she just doesn't really realize that she fancies him quite a lot. And that's why she had such a visceral reaction. As soon as you actually understand that you do fancy this guy, you can probably have a more constructive uh, conversation with him. Until that point, yeah, you're just being a bit childish, to be honest. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Am I the jerk for my reaction when I learned that my fiance returned my wedding dress and replaced it with the one his mum picked for me? My fiance, who is a 33-year-old man, and I, a 28-year-old woman, are getting married in December. His mum is the intrusive type, but she's nice overall, and we somewhat get along. I hate to admit that wedding planning has been an absolute nightmare. His mum wasn't willing to agree on most things, and my fiance said that since he's her only son, then I should respect and appreciate this vision that she has for the wedding and how it should be. She insisted to come along for wedding dress shopping. I took her with me and my mum and friends. I was so lucky to have found what I was looking for. But she picked a dress that she liked so much and said that I always pictured my son's bride in it. My mum and friends thought this line was creepy. I thought the dress was somewhat creepy too and totally not my type. I apologized and thanked her for her vision, but I told her that I'd already decided on the dress that I'd envisioned myself wearing at my wedding. She got all annoyed because of it, apparently. Then must have told my fiance because he came home in the evening ranting about how I'd made his mum upset and turned down her help in choosing the wedding dress, excluding her from the process. I asked, what process? Duh, it's just a wedding dress. My wedding dress. So I really didn't get how she should get a say at all. He got upset and said that this attitude of mine isn't working on him or his mum. He said that I should consider the dress his mum wanted me to buy, especially knowing that both dresses weren't that much different anyway, like she said. But I told him, yes, they were different. Like, so different. Anyways, we argued about it, then we dropped it. Yesterday, I came home and found out that he'd returned my wedding dress and replaced it with the one his mum wanted. I called him and he was straightforward about what he did and why he did it. I lost it and started screaming at him. He asked me to calm down and really give this dress a chance. I refused to even listen. I screamed at him without giving him a chance to speak. He got home and we had an argument. I then went to stay with one of his friends and he kept calling and calling, then texting, saying that I overreacted and it's his wedding too, so it wasn't cool how I screamed at him. He insisted I give this dress a chance. He went on and on about how his mum has a vision and good intentions and just wants what's best for me as her future daughter-in-law. 
My mom is livid and has been wanting to go and scream at him and his mom But my dad said that this isn't worth ruining my relationship with my in-laws over He suggested I wisen up and go with the flow But is it too much for me to be able to pick my own wedding dress without being guilted about it just to keep the peace? So am I the jerk for my reaction? No, you're obviously not the jerk I mean, surely it's the bride's choice as to what they wear on the wedding day or at least the bride and the groom together, right? They decide on a an address schedule. What's it called? Fancy dress? Fa- I think it must be called fancy dress Um, what is it actually called though? Dress code got it. They decide on a dress code, right? Um together normally So I don't know why this mum is getting involved. Did she not have her own wedding back in the day in which she had her own vision of her wedding dress and then wore that wedding dress? Mental. You're clearly not the jerk. And also, please, like, sort your fiancé out, by the way. Why is he doing this? He should be taking your side, not his weird mums. Just promise me this. Pick your own wedding dress and stick with that, no matter what anyone else says. You need to do that for your own sanity. Am I the jerk for denying my mum access to her grandson because she refuses to help me? My husband and I are first-time parents to an eight-month-old son, Jack. No, that's actually not me. Guys, I know what you're thinking, uh, but I'm, I'm 24. Anyway, I've struggled since he was born. I had a difficult pregnancy. My son had colic and my maternity leave was short. I was diagnosed with PPD and I'm getting treatment. My husband and I both have demanding jobs. I would love to quit, but we can't afford it right now. I don't have many friends in the state where we live and I'm lonely. My mother-in-law is in poor health and my husband goes twice a week to help her. I haven't had a day or evening off since Jack was born. Plus, our home was flooded by a broken pipe five months ago. Handling the cleanup has been a nightmare. My mum, who is 67, lives one hour away and has never once offered to help with anything. We've always had a pretty good relationship. She was a stay-at-home mum and was very loving and devoted to my brother, sister, and me. She's an empty nester and spends her days doing yoga and seeing friends. My mum only wants to see the baby if it's very low effort. I asked her a few times if she could babysit or run an errand, but she'd always say no. Once I called her at the height of my PPD, sobbing, saying I was scared to be alone and could she come over, but she had brunch plans. I stopped asking for anything until today. My best friend of 25 plus years is getting married next weekend in state B, which is two hours away by plane. I'm the maid of honor and my husband is officiating. Children aren't invited because the venue is unsafe. About seven months ago, we started looking for someone to watch Jack. We called everyone we could think of. After a month of searching, we finally found a babysitter in State B through a friend of a friend. Well, the babysitter called on Friday and cancelled. I've spent the past three days calling childcare agencies with zero luck. I finally explained my desperation to my mum and asked if she could watch Jack for 24 hours. Or I offered to fly my mum to State B with us get her a hotel room and she'd then only need to watch him for five hours. I was in tears begging her, but my mum said no. She has a yoga class she doesn't want to cancel. It was the straw that broke the camel's back after months of no empathy as I flounder with PPD. I told my mum that since she's never willing to help ever, I'll be cutting off all contact and she won't get to see her grandson. I know my mum is under no obligation to help us, but then she should not expect to see my son. So, am I the jerk for denying my mum a relationship with her grandson because she never offers to help? Yeah, definitely not the jerk once again. I mean, yes, there is no obligation for her to help you. Of course, that is what you said. You admit that. But then there is no obligation for you to let her see your son. Simple as that. It's also just shocking parenting and mothering from her. Like, what is she doing? What mother? I mean, I say this. We've seen quite a few of them in in the course of my channel. 
but the majority of mothers i will say surely when your daughter is in tears on the phone are going to cancel a yoga class to go and help them right i mean come on yeah i mean there's a great comment right here it's one thing to refuse to babysit or run an errand or whatever i agree with that but when your child calls you crying saying they're terrified of being alone and are clearly in distress and you choose a brunch yeah that is mental and i also would have cut my parent off right then and there hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code acast for 20 percent off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details